Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin by Ezra Hashem Shalom Bayis Shir number eighty nine. Email address Shalom Bayis seven 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 at gmail dot com. We're going to talk now about the third a love language, how people express love and feel love, and that is gift giving, giving of gifts. It may seem superver- superficial for some people, and Chazal Ataka says, you know, to, to, to expect gifts all the time is not, not a positive thing, but at the same time, the Torah is Mechaev in various uh, times in the year to give your wife, especially Yontif time, gifts, Matanas of various things. And um, there are aspects of gifts that can be used in a very, very positive way. And for some people, it's a very important thing. And the gifts don't have to be expensive. They don't have to be elaborate. Because basically what these gifts are to the people who the gifts are love language, is a love language for them, is it's a visual aspect of a symbol of love now my my, that's not my gift like love language nevertheless i i have my one of my daughters once made me a nice bookmark handmade and gave it to me as a gift and um i use it every day i put in my tillum and i use it every day it's a symbolic um expression that means a lot and uh, that's something that's important to know, that very often, if that is the love language of your wife or your husband, it's important to do what you can to give them those gifts, those symbolic gifts. Basically, a gift is the way they feel is that he was thinking of me, she remembered me, um... You know, what happens a lot of times is, let's say, a a child goes to the garden, have a little garden, and they pick out some flowers, and they give it to their mother. The mother will remember it forever. And the flowers could have been, like, not nice flowers, per se, because that's a symbol of of Ahava. And um, children are inclined to give gifts to their parents. That that shows that... Gift-giving is a fundamental um, need and a fundamental um, feeling of love that's behind it. Symbols, when you verbalize, that's words of affirmation, you're verbalizing your love. Over here, by giving gifts, you are showing in a tangible way your love through an actual physical symbol. If you're Zayda that you loved so much and it was precious to you and you always talk to him and he gives you a matana, let's say, he gives you a becher, if you're a boy, he gives you a becher and your name engraved on it. And if that Zayda was very, very special to you, you're going to use that becher always and consider that becher precious. It's only, you know, it's a becher. But your Zayda gave it to you and he gave it to you with such a hava and he was thinking of you when he gave it to you. It creates a special meaning. The same thing also with a girl. The Zayda gives the a granddaughter a necklace with her name engraved in it. And he gave it and they were very close with each other. And he, he made sure to pick handpick it. She may have not liked exactly the way it looked, but she knows that her Zayda was thinking of her 
when he had it engraved and thinking of her when he purchased it, thinking of her when he gave it to her. And she'll wear it always. And for some people, these visual symbols of love are even more important, you know, are, 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 are bits of importance to them. And for some people, not so much. So, you know, if you have a wife that's critical and unappreciative of the gifts that you give, then it could be that with that particular wife, gift-giving is not, probably not her primary love language. Um, where, you know, sometimes if you get a response like, why did you spend so much money on this? Or this is, I don't really need this. And if that's a constant thing, then you know that that's not the love language. That doesn't mean you shouldn't on occasion get something, you know, but still, that's not her love language. And again, these gifts do not need to be expensive. If a person could afford it, you know, he buys a beautiful card, he buys some beautiful things that, that are, you know, that he could afford. But if he cannot afford it, then you could make your own card for free or you find these gifts that are not expensive and you can give and it'll mean a lot to your spouse. And... Um, you, you look for gifts that are comfortable purchasing and making and finding and something that you think your wife or husband would enjoy. You don't have to wait for a special occasion. Yes, because I'll say that Yontiv is very special in order to give gifts, but any time to show your appreciation, you give the gifts. Now, if you're a spender, if your habit is to spend money, then it will be probably easy for you to purchase gifts for your husband or wife. But if you're a saver, if you're like um, fiscally conservative, so to speak, then what happens is you may feel an emotional resistance to spending money as an expression of love. So, but I want to tell you, if your wife or your husband, if receiving gifts is their love language and they feel great about the fact that they received a gift from you, then even if you're, I'm not saying you should, you know, go beyond your means, of course, there's budgets and all of that. And you have to be responsible, but at the same time, you have to a little bit break your habit of saving and investing money, which is a good habit, by the way. But nevertheless, if this is your spouse's love language, then you go out of your way and break that habit and go out and, and, and buy that gift. Call it shalom bias money. And you will see that if that is indeed her love language and you give her those gifts, she'll reciprocate that love back to you. Another concept of gifts, and this is a little bit um, subtle, but there's an intangible gift called a gift of self. Gift of self means that you're present when your wife needs you or when your husband needs you. This has nothing to do with quality time of what we spoke about in the previous year, where you're actually communicating or words of affirmation just being there so for example um you know Khalid should never happen if uh one if if one if a, if a husband or wife is sick in the hospital they have to go through a procedure whatever it is then the hospital for two three days you should know that one of the the gift their the giving of a gift is giving of yourself if you for, for people who their love language is gifts if you're just simply present and you're there for her by just being there and she feels comforted by the fact that you're of your presence, that you're near her, 
or that she's near him. That is also a gift. When you took off time and just to be there, physical presence is a gift. And if for you, if that's your love language, then you have to express it for your spouse. And if the physical presence of your spouse is important to you, you need to verbalize that. Um, Dr. Chapman brought a story there that what happened was um, that the husband said, um, the husband told him as follows, when my mother died, my wife's supervisor said that she has to be back, go, you know, go to the funeral, two hours, whatever, you have to be back at work in the afternoon. Again, this is, um, and, and my wife told, told the supervisor that she felt that her husband needed her support that day, and she would have to take off the entire day. The supervisor said, if you're gone the whole day, you, you may lose your job. And my wife told the supervisor, my husband is more important than my job. And she spent a day with me, the husband. And that day, the husband says this, that day I felt more loved by her than ever before. I have never forgotten what she did. And again, we're not talking about that she said, you know, warm words to him or gave him chizik that way or the quality time of it. Just the fact that he, she was there for him, that she stood by his side. Or his physical presence, that was a gift. And in this story, he says the supervisor soon left, and uh, the wife actually took over the supervisor's job. But that's that's a very very important side. You give a gift of a card or something, whatever it is. You go on the street uh, for someone who that's their love language. If the wife has that love language, then you go on the street. You see a beautiful rose. You know someone's selling. You buy a rose from a street vendor and you come home and you just give her the rose and say, I thought you deserved this rose. And for someone whose who's love language is gifts, receiving gifts, that shows, that feel, makes the person feel whole, feel loved. Don't underestimate it. I know some people think, think that gifts are a superficial thing. And that, um, you know, it, it shows that you're a superficial person. Not true. For some people, it's connected to their neshama. Mumming is connected to their neshama sometimes. And sometimes the fact that they receive something tangible, visual, is something they really need to, 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 to feel that they are loved. And even if finances are tight, you could figure out ways to give gifts that they don't need to be expensive, they know don't need to be given weekly, you know, but yeah, it, you find creative ways to give these gifts. You keep your eyes open, looking for opportunities. You could do handmade original gifts sometimes. And again, if money is tight, you'd give these symbolic gifts that are not expensive. Um, and you you think along those lines. And I'm telling you that for people who that is their love language and they receive this, they feel whole, they feel, they feel warm inside. And if you sense that that is your husband or wife's love language, it's important to practice and learn ways to give gifts. And, um, so, and, 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 and the receiving of the gift 
is 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 love is a, they feel that love in a tangible way, and it's very important to know. Have a wonderful day.